Welcome to a very special edition of Boy Band Break. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, aka Mama Lou. And what makes this edition special is that as if you're watching, you can see we have a very special guest, Sarah from What's Happening on the Backstreet. It's a collab. And you may be wondering, hey, Boy Band Break, you usually release uh, new episodes on Sundays. Today's Tuesday. You're so right and you're so smart. And oh, it yes. is Tuesday. <laughs> but today is also a very special day. 420, yep. But <laughs> unless, <laughs> if you're not a stoner, you're and you're not Kevin girl. Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> Today is also the Backstreet Boys' 28th anniversary of being a group. And so we thought we would do this Woo! very special. Woo! Okay, we're cheering. Yay! collab with Sarah and just go through, you know, we're going to go through all of your favorite Backstreet eras. Mm, you know, yeah. you're, you're thinking of them in your mind. You're like, oh, remember that time? Yeah. We're going to discuss it today. Red Bull cut action. Yes, queen. Yeah. The best of time and the worst of time. Yes, was. yes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that I will try to remember things. The Howie Long hair, that was a moment. All right. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. We have to start at the beginning yes. because, you know, it's the very good place to start. That is correct. Yes. Yes. Is that a song? Yes. 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 It is. Right. right. It's from The Sound of Music. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, anyway. April 20th, 1993. The dun, dun, dun. Like in the warehouse? I don't know. They formed like this, apparently. <laughs> They like generated him in the warehouse. Brian joined the group. That's what it was. Oh, okay, they okay. made the call to Brian in Kentucky. He was like, "Yeah, dog, I'll be there." I want to be in class. high school right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to be in high school either. Get that shit. We about it was in this episode. Get out of there. Mm-hmm. They're just making history as it happens. Exactly. So prior to this, they had had a couple of different incarnations of the boys with Phoenix Stone. Yes, and our buddy Charlie Edwards yes. and other things, but this is when the actual Batch Boys as we know it came together and came to be. Now, yeah. they definitely were formed in Florida, mostly. Orlando, uh, Florida, yeah. But uh, they didn't really take off in America, did they? No, no they yes. did not. Sarah, did Americans they? have very discerning tastes. So we had better taste at the time. <laughs> Well, early 90s it took was them a while. like grunge music, wasn't it? Nirvana. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. We That's just right. wanted them to marinate before they came here, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true. Fair enough. I mean, and Snoop Dogg. And, you know, you know a steak yeah. is good, but a marinated steak is best. Yeah, so, yeah. true. Makes sense. So where do you th- send things to marinate? You send them to Europe. Yes. Because, you know, they got they the needed some European seasoning. <laughs> there you go. Exactly right. Germany, maybe was it Germany, Germany was okay. like the main place, and yeah. Sweden, Sweden, yeah, yeah, where Max Martin was, you know, right, yeah. <laughs> and that's where they started making their everything good. Yes, 
Exactly. Um, so the tricky part about the beginning era is that everyone kind of has a different starting point, right? Mm -hmm. So in Europe, they knew about the Backstreet Boys and they have memories uh, before any of us even knew they existed. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, yes. In Canada, we have a little bit of a leg up because we did get that red album. Yeah. Um, it was yes. released here. We were starting to get, you know, from these European countries, a little bit of, a little bit of Backstreet, you know, the songs yeah, were filtering in. Yeah, Maybe it was not... coming from mostly like YTV's hit list and also much music. That was like our two yes. main ways of getting new music. And I think, because yeah. I don't even know if radio was picking them up at the time. Maybe. Not that I remember. Not that I remember, yeah. I don't remember that. It's I mean, much TV. Yeah, much music, we had to beg them by fax. We had to send this, please play the Backstreet Boys. And they're like, no. So like, <laughs> Stupid. They had a show called Combat Day Clips. And then you could vote in by phone or by fax machine. And fax machines were hard to get at the time. And like, we have one. my dad so we were always has, has always been, even though he's like old school Italian, he, he always likes the newest tech. So like we, we had a fax machine before yeah. anyone else had a fax machine. We're like, look at us. So we're, we're just cool. like, we're drawing Ooh. stuff. We're faxing it in. Yes, we're dating ourselves. So, uh, yeah, so the first album came out in 96 in Canada. Yes. Yeah. Sure. According to Wikipedia. Where did it go in uh, in Europe? Was that the same time? It just says that the Backstreet Boys album was released May 6, 1996. Oh, so yeah. it came out around then. The uh, Red album, is that what we're talking about? Yes. yes. Yeah. And our first music video that we saw was... Get Down. Get Down. I mean, it could have been different for all of us. I don't know what you saw. For yeah. me, it was <laughs> like, I think we should just talk about the eras as they lie and then, like, what you remember about that era. Because, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember seeing, because obviously we didn't have them until, like, 97, 98. And I remember seeing commercials for, like, As Long As You Love Me. And I, I feel like it was just advertising the album. It wasn't advertising, like, a performance or anything. Mm -hmm. Um. And I remember seeing them and I remember hearing the music, um, but I don't, they weren't like a big deal here. I mean, they were on the American Music Awards with everybody. I feel like everybody was obviously the first song here that was okay. super popular. Yeah. So I guess that's the tricky part, right? Because we definitely had two distinct albums. Like we had the red one and then we had Backstreet's Back versus like you had just the one album that was yeah, kind of and a like, merge of those two. When you mentioned the Get Down music video, that wasn't, you know how you can look up videos on YouTube and everything here. Um, unless you bought that, remember the green VHS tape that they had? Mm -hmm. Yes. It was like the, the background video. is green. Yeah, the green, yes. the background's green, and then they're like on the front of a black. That was the only way to see um, the Anywhere for You video and Get Down. When I bought yeah. that, I was like, I've never seen these music videos. Like, yeah. Um, but it's funny for you to say that it was like, that's what you saw up there because that was never on MTV here. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. There we go. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's that. So, we're kind of, we'll kind of lump all, like, we'll kind of lump, I think, that first Red album. Yeah. And everything that's Backstreet's Back into one. Yeah. Like, yeah, the US era? album and Backstreet's Back. Mm -hmm. era and then so, so like quit playing games that was before that right this is all the same it was all that oh. era 
Oh, okay, okay. Because for us, okay, just to, to clarify. Okay, okay. We definitely had the red album is your get down. It's your quit playing games. It's your I'll never break your heart. The sweater one, not the apartment one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ski, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, ski lodge. Because apparently yeah. Americans don't ski. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, you know. Um, you always gotta be different, right? <laughs> um, and then Backstreet Specs, obviously, everybody. Yeah. As long as you love me. Yes. Um, what is that? All. Uh, all I have to give. Yeah, yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were um, all on the American album, and then there were ones that weren't on ours that were on yours. That like I a think child was, was on it. I like, a like a child, child is on it. Yeah. one of my favorite songs, and it's not on one of any them album. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, okay, okay. And like here, um, I didn't become a fan until like Millennium, like an actual fan. And um, you had to buy those albums. You had to buy Backstreet's Back and the Red Album as imports. And they yeah. were like $30, which is unheard of, you know. Yeah. And it was like, I remember saving my money to buy a $30 album. And my mom was like, that's ridiculous. And I was like, you don't understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the albums were like about $15 at the time, right? Yeah. 15, 20-ish, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was 12. I didn't have my own money. I was just like, mom and dad, I need this, please. (laughs) (laughs) What I also thought was interesting whenever we'd go visit our relatives in the States is that the States was always very big on singles. Yeah. And you could buy individual singles and they really weren't available here as often. And it had better like the full album here. Art, like, like, you know, cover arts, right? You're like, oh, well, I didn't see this picture. Of Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should get it. Well, that's what I kind of wanted because I think regardless of which album you start with, this is probably like the first time you're seeing the boys. Yeah. Right? So like that's sort of like when I think of this time, I'm like, oh, this is like my first impressions of them. And like things that I remember from that time were just like, Obviously, Nick was the most beautiful man I ever saw in my life. I was yeah. like, oh, my husband, I found yeah. him. <laughs> um, the search is over. I'm 13 years old. Done. Done. You know. Was this Howie Jesus hair or is that? No, Howie? Jesus no, hair. No, no. It's just like he has the, the short curly hair. I mean, at the very part beginning. Part of it. But I think like, then it was like ponytail a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like he had the short curly hair when it first came out, and then it like transitioned to the slick the curly back. slick back. Because if you think about it, you know the homecoming concert that was televised. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we didn't see it here, but yes, but you know what I'm talking about. That's like mm-hmm. the era. Yeah, that was that was televised here, and that was a big deal. Yes. Was that like Disney Channel or no. I, that was that? Was it was ABC Family, which. Uh. Um, it's ABC Family now. It was something different back then, but I feel like that was the introduction, and I feel like they reran it more during the Millennium era mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than when it actually came on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But they used to rerun it a lot. Yeah, they actually hustled hard, man. Like they went to school. Oh yeah, that was too, school, right? All that stuff. Was too. that during the? I guess the beginning phases. Yeah, that would have been in the first three years. That was probably even, I mean, I don't know. My understanding from watching the documentary is that was even pre-Europe. Oh, was it? Yeah. What was? The The when they went to the schools and performed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that was, um, so the way I understand it, and from what I've heard from people that were 
at the schools. It's like they tried really hard at the schools and then they got picked up to go on tour with somebody else in Germany. Mm. Um, And then they hit it big. And then they came home and that homecoming concert was when they came back from Europe. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. So, yeah. What else do I remember? I remember uh, we I've, we've 100% talked about this before on our thing that like the quit playing games video was like sort of the like I used to joke around that was like that's when I became a woman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> legit, legit. It's a so you're just like whoa, wow. right? That was yeah. that because like men aren't really sexualized in that way. You know what I mean? Like men are just more like. Uh, I'm about ten men and I got an axe. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's cool, right? But like, when you see like, where has that ever been? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it, like when you think okay. of like a typical man, you're like, okay, that's what. It's you right? know, in the Backstreet Lumberjack video. <laughs> but, like, you didn't get that in the states. Backstreet right? Lumberjack. All right. <laughs> Sharpen my ex. No, but <laughs> so like, okay, but like, you know, like at that time, like men were like, I am men. And you're like, okay, that's great. But then when you see like five men all dressed nicely, all wet, doing this shit, you see a nip and you're like, oh, yeah. shit. You're like, wow. Fire. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and then also you have to consider our age, right? Awesome. Maybe that was why, up until now, you just like think of men as like your dad or your uncle or your like, lumberjack. You know, so how many lumberjacks have you met in your life? Say, like, you know, like you see, like the okay, you like, you're like Cornelius. That's fantasy trends, yeah. Come on, let me be from from Rudolph the Red. Yeah, like Ranger. Cornelius is kind of like the, the ideal man, like not the ideal, the ideal not the man. Idea, no, not the idea. It's gross. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, that's when when you think of a man, you think of Cornelius Fudge. Okay. Canada is so weird. <laughs> no, that's just Lydia. That it's just Lydia. Lydia. I don't yeah. know. Like, I guess. We could have even said, like, the, the paper towel oh. man, the brawny man. That's a little bit. We don't have brawny in Canada. Okay, continue. Circling back, back to what we're supposed to be talking about. Thank you. Yes. I do think that video kind of hit at a time where, for a lot of us, we were like in that preteen, early teen stage yeah. where you're just starting to like, you know, go through puberty and mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, I'm noticing a man and I'm not just like, ew, boy, or like, that's my dad. I'm like, hey. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. Okay. But the Beatles never did that shit. You don't see the Beatles you know, going, and I'm and 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 but Elvis did. Well, but he, Wait, did like, he, did like, he did like this shit, and you're just like, okay, that's but that was hot. Well, I guess I don't know. Okay, I guess we have higher standards. But like, as cheesy as the new kids were at that time, like they weren't even doing that. Like they weren't even I like, yeah, yeah. Lou's like, like okay, guys, down to Lou. Lou's like, all right, yeah. let's just let's just gotta get a leg up on everyone else. Exactly. They're like, okay, we've done, all this shit's been done before. Water and wet t-shirt. Con- well, everyone loves wet t-shirt contests. Well, well, knowing what we know about Lou, he probably enjoyed it. That's yeah. Probably, exactly, yeah. Probably probably if like, we knew then. 10 out of 10 boners. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I anyway. think that, that was nice. Anyways, that was good. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. else do I remember? That was good. I remember that I watched the making of the Everybody video, like, a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did y'all have that, um, y'all... Did y'all have that 
uh, all access VHS where they had the making of the everybody video and the making of as long as you love me. I don't know. I don't think I don't, so. I don't, I don't remember either, that. But I could have sworn like much music played it because okay, so I here's really the thing. remember that seeing yeah. it on much music. If you're Canadian, you're a hundred percent gonna remember this if you were like a fangirl in the late nineties. They used to literally have like Backstreet Boys Day. Mm. And it would just be like Backstreet Boys music videos and Backstreet Boys interviews and like shit like that. Yeah. That, and they would just play it on loop all day. It was so you don't like go anywhere. You're just like there at home watching. So I would record this on my VHS tape and then I would watch it all day, every day. Until the VHS right. tape started running lines. <laughs> MTV like, did that. I feel like after millennium, but it's so weird because like you talk about these things, like everybody knows the same kind of, um, mm-hmm. the same kind of thing. But like, I'm saying, like you're saying, Oh, I watched the everybody, the making of everybody video. I went to the store and bought that. And I thought everybody did. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Aaron oh, yeah. um, but I like you, I used to watch that. Like, all the time and then i remember the as long as you love me the making of that video and i don't think i watched i think i watched it during the millennia era not when it came out but i used uh, to be like that smarty pants asshole kid who watched it like so many times and then the video would come on and i'd be like did you know (laughs) i used to like quote like all of my friends and i used to quote them like and i could still like pull quotes like they're nothing from that video but um that's when i that's probably when I was like, I'm in love with Brian. Up until yeah. then, I've been a Kevin girl. Interesting. There was a hierarchy here in like high school where like you could only one friend could like that person, so that yeah. that person then you was off the table. So like Chinzia called Nick, so I couldn't. But the thing is, I feel that multiple people liked Nick because I feel like we had more people in our in friend group, group though, right? It's kind of like a free for all with Nick, I think. Yeah, and then I had to like, I'm like, okay, I did concede. I'm like, all right, I'll like Howie then. But I'm just like, I don't really. Howie, Howie. was your second choice? No, no, no. Howie's Howie, my second Howie, choice. No, no. Ch- Nick was my first choice, but Chinday liked Nick. So That's why I said. I never said you couldn't like Nick. Chinday, you had the teddy bear with his face in it. I was like, oh shit, this is like, this is serious. Okay, I can't. But Lydia, I, can't. I, can't. I, can't. I wasn't. Out of out of five Backstreet Boys, out of four other options, you chose Howie next. Well, because like, you know, <laughs> well, Nick? too much of a bad boy for you. It, he had the Latino vibe, you know what I mean? Like Kevin was too old, AJ was too uh, out there at the time. You know, he was having like, you know, the fashion was a little bit out there. I was not comfortable in myself yet. So, um, and then, you know, like how he had the Latino vibes and I'm like, oh, I'm Italian. So that's kind of like, I guess if we got married, that would make sense. So, of yes, yes. And you just didn't notice Brian at all? And Brian yeah. had and too many people like Brian. That was a thing. I like, feel like Brian's a natural progression from Nick. From Nick, yes. Yeah, but like there was too much competition there, so I had to go. I had to go for like because I was I was lower on the totem pole. It's like who do you like? Okay, who do you like? Okay, all right. So I'm not left with many options. I'll go with Howie. Right. That that was like that was like. But I mean, I like Nick. Obviously, <laughs> mine was AJ and Brian, but everyone in my friend group liked them, so I was like, okay, I guess I can't like anybody. So when I didn't hang out with them, I was just like, my favorite is AJ and Brian. Yeah. I always say this and, and nobody believes me, but like in my little circle of friends, which when you're like 12, 13, your, your realm of the world is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, all my friends like Brian. 
all of them liked Brian. They were like, Brian, Brian, oh, he's so hot. Oh, blah, blah, so what blah, you're blah. saying is that you had friends with good taste, is what you were saying. Clearly. <laughs> so the so only other thing that like, like, I was the only one who liked Nick, and I was just like, I like Nick. And they're like, okay. You, you just like him because <laughs> he's young. I and I'm like, I don't like, oh, like you didn't do it I, for me. So. I was like, I don't like him because he's young. I like him because he's cute. They're like, okay, whatever. And then I went to a concert for the first time, not till millennium. And then I was like, shit, a lot of people like Nick. <laughs> right? <laughs> At least I got to, I got to like Aaron and I didn't get a lot of competition. Okay, well. nice. None of my um, friends, I had one friend that liked Nick. Kevin was my favorite, but my best friend at the time liked Kevin. So I had to pick another one. See, and that's, see? that's how I came to Brian. But, um, yeah, the Nick thing, I had no idea that so many people liked him and I was like, same. I was like, why? Right. And he's blonde and cute. He's pretty. I was like, why do you like that look? The curtain look. I was like, I just like, I like, I like had a plan. Yeah, yeah. Kevin was like mature. The parents. And then I went to the Millennium concert, and AJ's shirt was open, and he was like flying. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this man!" Mm -hmm. Let's not jump ahead because I know. I remembered a memory from this time period, guys. Okay, we're so proud of you. Okay, so they were doing a concert. My mom tried to get tickets, but it had been after they. I'd never been to a concert before, and she couldn't get in. She's like, "Listen, I'm not." paying $200 for these tickets. Or Fair. So we're like, okay. So then we found out that they were going to be at Much Music. So myself Ooh, and another yes. friend went to Much Music in January of 97 or 98. Is this the intimate? Yes. 98. It was 98 because the concert yeah. was 97. Yeah. So we went there. It was our first time ever going to Much Music. It was January in Toronto. It was cold, cold AF. We had no idea yeah. what we were doing. Everything smelled like pee. I don't remember that part. You know, it's okay. So like Toronto is like you it's like our New York, right? Where it's just like it's dirty, it's grimy. A lot of stuff happens. A lot of there. homeless people and you know, uh okay. you know, it's not a good place to send your children. My mom was us. like, eh, go enjoy. So we had we didn't even know where we were going. So we finally get there and there was a group of people in front of this window. Um, but then there was a barricade all around. So we're like, oh, we'll just go to the front of this barricade, not realizing that um that uh sorry not realizing that that's the part they were coming out so we were in the front but that worked out for us because then we got uh in the front page of the Toronto Star so like the next day we were at school and stuff and yes so I'm trying to fix the camera sorry we didn't get to meet them that day but luckily we didn't crush because if we were in the other section like a lot of people got like pulled out and crushed and stuff mm -hmm. yeah 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 and, and i was just impossible. remember being so friggin cold when we got home it was that like i couldn't even take full breaths like my, my chest oh my gosh. was frozen like it was like oh and i and we made oh, signs period for the first time in my life oh i did not know that yeah i was just like like I, I went to like there was like a, a pizza pizza at the at the other and i'm like what is this and i'm just like yeah i don't know like maybe i'll just maybe the back boys brought it on did you say you started your period for the first time? Yeah. Yeah. I always go every time. I don't care. Like, I, like, I, every time I see the Backstreet Boys, I, like, start my period. I don't know what that is. Really? <laughs> yeah. Every time. Your body's like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, like, it's like, oh. It's like, were you trying to enjoy yourself? <laughs> I don't think so. Right. Like, right. no, please, James, why? 
Yeah, yeah, I think that, that yeah, I don't think I've ever told that story to anyone. Yeah, I've literally never heard that. Well, I mean, it's not something that comes up very often, like, hey, what did you start your period in your lifetime? But it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like, that's true. Awesome. Sometimes it does. The best time to talk about it is on the Backstreet Boys 28th anniversary, I think. Yeah. Right. Well, it's my wallet got stolen. Your wallet got stolen? Yes, it did. That day? Yeah. Shit. Sure did. I remember that. Actually, I still had the bus ticket in another section. Oh, thank God. But, like, yeah. We were freezing. I couldn't feel it. We had signs. It was good. So then that picture was used for the next two years. Um, like anytime they wanted to talk about fangirls, they would use this picture. On the Toronto Star, which is yeah. like our so like, I, it was in my local paper. I was like, so I'm yeah. showing everybody, I'm like, guys, look, I was in the local paper. Like, I'm in the paper. And they're like, you're on the front page of the Toronto Star. I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I'm like, go up to the library. I was like, holy crap. So then my mom took us out to buy like copies of it and take pictures. And, and she plaqued it. Plaqued and- it. Then I got, skipping way ahead, 10 years later, I got four of them to sign it. And then 10 years after that, I got Kevin to sign it. Because so he came back. It's now fully signed. Yes. But it's hilarious because it's like avalanche danger remains after all these people die. Hospitals respond to tainted blood. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like losing it. Chinzietta Franco, 15 of Hamilton. Like, which is <laughs> and just like, oh, like a little sprinkle of weird news. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like, and they, like I was smiling and they wouldn't take a picture. And then until I was like, screaming and then they took the picture and they're like yeah so I was like, you can Hi. see me in the corner like with my little stupid because I was using like a fisheye lens thing yeah so like Lydia's like off to the side but yeah, it's very tiny it's very cute. I was also there I wasn't able to go to that so I was able to watch television and watch it from home that was probably a smarter idea yeah good plan <laughs> if you have a plan um I remember like buying stuff it was very exciting stuff. I was like oh my gosh thanks your boys I missed you yeah. mm-hmm we bought we bought gifts for them too, and then we gave them to which I don't. Thankfully, know. it was dollar store gifts, so obviously true. That's true. Like, yeah, it's it's like, you know, at the time that they just throw all that crap away. So, do, do they actually? Do you think they do? I believe so. Yes. You know what? Let's move on to the millennium okay. area because you know what? I think that's when really, like, I think that first era, whenever it started for you. You know, you were just like growing to love them. But I think mm-hmm. Millennium is really when the love got cemented, you know, yeah, when the yeah. like obsession really set in. Well, and at Millennium, least for me. Yeah. And Millennium was the first album that was released the same for everybody on the same date. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and May I feel 18th, like 1999. I remember right. it like it was yesterday. Right. And I feel I, personally, I probably like I knew of them before Millennium. But I think that I kind of retroactively like gathered everything from the first era once Millennium mm-hmm. came out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was so nice because it was like all of the stuff that I had missed. But um, yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't a fan like when Millennium came out. It was like mid-Millennium era. So I didn't see the concert. Oh, that was my first concert ever. That yeah. was also my first concert ever. Concert. I feel like it was so a lot of people. <laughs> we did not go to that concert. Now um, ah. And then I've told, like, my best millennium era story is that I was fully obsessed by this time. And I knew the album was coming out. And so my friend and I had planned, we were in grade eight. And we had planned to skip school. Nice. Uh-huh. And we were going to go to the mall and we were going to buy the CD and then we were going to go back to, I think, her house and listen to it all day was the plan. And like, you know, we had to memorize it on the first day. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, Absolutely. 
And so we had a plan. It was like all set out. And then I got strep throat. No! no. I had to be like, I was off school anyways. So no school to skip. um, Yeah. Because I was like dying. And I remember she called me like a couple days before it was set to come out. And uh, she was just like yakking about something she had heard uh, about them or like whatever. And I was just like laying in bed like, ugh. And she's like, are you okay? Like I've been talking about the Backstreet Boys for like 20 minutes and you haven't said anything. (laughs) And I was like, I'm really sick. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I have strep throat. Like blah, blah, blah. She was like, oh my God, why didn't you say anything? I was just like babbling on. Oh my God. No, no, I'm fine. Whatever. Right. And then as I mentioned previously, I was a bit of a dork. So uh, she went to school the next day. So Everyone's she didn't like, skip, so you're the bad influence. Yeah, she went to school. Um, she went to school. Wow. Everybody was like, where's Diane? Like, she's missed so much school. Like, she never is away for this long. And she was like, oh, guys, she's really sick. Like, I called her yesterday, and uh, I was talking about the Backstreet Boys for, like, 20 minutes, and she didn't even say anything. And they were all like, oh, my God, is she dying? <laughs> <laughs> Should we send her a card? Like, is everything okay? That is hilarious. I was, like, thinking of it now. It's, like, hilarious. So then my mom ended up going to the mall and getting me the CD on the day. Because, you know, that's my mom. And she was just like, here you go. (laughs) Bless. So I still got to listen to it. And then when I finally went back to school, uh, I remember my one friend, he was like, did you, did you get the album? And I was like, yeah, 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 I got it. And he was like, okay, because my mom went to get it and I'll take hers and give it to you because you need it more. And I was like, you're so sweet. But no, I got it. That's funny. Um, I was like, no, I got it. I'm fine. Thank you. My, oh yeah, go ahead. My best friends were the Backstreet Boys fans and they both went to the concert, the my best friends at the time. Um, and so they were the ones, they were the Kevin lovers. I don't know who my other best friend liked. I don't, we didn't really talk about it, I guess. I don't know. But um, I remember like, I, my, my dad had passed away right before that album came out. So I was like, I wanted my mom to know that I liked him, but I was like, mm, should I bother? Like it was, it was like a time, you know? And so I finally got up the like, I don't know. I was weird about like when I liked things, I didn't want them like tainted by other things. You know what I mean? Like I don't want my mom to be like, oh, that's so cute. So <laughs> I would just like read my best friends magazines and like listen to their albums and whatever. And I finally said something to her and she's like, oh, I've heard of them. I like their their music. And I was like, we're going to Walmart. Like um, I was like, oh my God, I'm so, but um, my original Omelium CD has arrows on the front cover in pencil to Kevin and Brian because I was like, yes. gonna make sure that everybody knew <laughs> they were my favorite. These two are my yeah. favorite. These are the two. Like, these, these, like, ingrained in pencil. But, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. And sorry. I'm, like, having flashbacks. Do you guys remember the weird Nick code that mm, was yeah. in the yes. liner? And so there I am dying of, like, fever and strep throat. I'm like, gotta figure out what this says. Right. And my yes. friends are calling me and they're like, 
my sister said it might be the numbers on the phone. I was like, I'm on it. And I'm like there with a dictionary, like, oh the my red God. Yarn yes. I had it all written out on like yes. paper. It's somewhere still. Cause I'm sure I didn't throw it away. Oh, I know. Like, I probably Knowing Nick now, I'm surprised he had like the attention span to do that. I'm confused. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like um, it says uh oh, live shit. life to the fullest because that's the future it. is scarce. I couldn't mm. remember the first part. Ooh, that's so deep. That should be on a motivational plaque. <laughs> it should. Oh my God. It should. That's yeah. funny. I, I should remember something. We used to have like binders. Do you remember where you could like, you could print pictures of something and like stick it in and like the binder was clear. Yes. So, like, you could put whatever you want. Uh, I remember like being like tormented, right? Because like I'd be, I'd put like, you know, like Backstreet Boys and Serial Joe at the time. And whatever, and like people would like take my binder and like you know like draw like the devil's horns and the little mustache no. on it. I was like, you guys are dicks. Oh Can my god. Yeah, but I mean, but it never it never deterred me. I just printed out like a new picture, and I'm like, y'all can't break me. I'm still gonna like what I like. So. <laughs> yeah, I remember like printing out like new pictures every time the Backstreet Boys came out with new pictures and like share with my friends at school. And it was yeah. something that we yeah. did show and shared almost. And I knew like take turns. Yeah. Yeah. Like, ripping them out of the magazines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And like, I, I remember like, uh, I would like, like take the pictures and like try to like get to like the seam, you know, of the book and then like try exacto to like, knife exactly, exacto knife it. And then like put it in like a page protector. You're like, ah, yes, this is good. Yes. Sometimes I would buy two uh, magazines. So one would be for like a collage and one you would just have. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Collages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then yeah. that was actually was like crime, obviously. Yeah. yeah. They were just everywhere. So I would like, I'd be ripping out like advertisements from news. Right. Mm, yes. And like, I, we'd be like walking through the mall and then I'd be like, mom, we need to go to this furniture store. And she'd be like, why? And I'd be like, we need to go in there. And she'd be like, oh my Christ, Backstreet Boys are playing in here. I'm like, yep, we're walking around till the song's <laughs> over. <laughs> yep. Well, we used to I, magazines, remember? German magazines. And they used to have all these international magazines. Yes. And we're just like, oh my God, this is like a new picture of them. Oh my God. They have like way better photo shoots. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Those European international ones. magazines. Yeah. So for the European ones, yeah. We also have I was friend still like, was like Polish and her grandmother would always give them to her. And then we would like, and it, so we'd be like reading it. I'm like, I have no idea what any of this is, but I'm loving the pics. They'd be like little, like, almost like little comics with the yes. movies. Like they would be like acting something out and there'd be like subtitles and stuff. I'm like, I have no idea what yeah. it is. It was good. It was weird though. Yeah. That, um, I was still 10 then. So like, everything was so new and like I'm still not aware I don't think of everything that was so different in other countries because I was so young right. at the time but like it's still interesting like I didn't know anything about the Polish magazines or the the I mean I think I've seen most of the photo shoots but magazine wise you just like I said don't know the difference between countries when you don't live there yeah. And there used to be like a. Do you remember the the CD that was shaped like Nick Carter and he was wearing the green? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was the early era, though, right? Was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like super early. And then yeah, it was it the interactive CD mm-hmm. that like only certain computers could work on. You're like, oh my yes. god, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that the Backstreet's Back album though? Because I remember that I we had a really shitty computer. Yeah, yeah, yes. yes. And then but there I finally got a good one, and I was like, oh, finally. <laughs> it wasn't even like that 
much, right? It was nothing exciting. Yeah, it was like nothing exciting. And you're just like, yeah, but there no, was like, one, like, wasn't there? There was a Millennium CD-ROM I remember buying. Mm. And it had like, I think it had, a, it was like a puzzle and it was like dinky. It was so dinky. But it also came with something else and I don't remember, but I remember it was a brown box. Oh, okay. Mm, but I, I do remember they used to do things that certain record stores would have different things. Like you could get like stickers or something if you pre ordered Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I remember um, the Burger King's. Um, yeah, the toys. Uh, yeah, that's confusing kind of because I feel like Burger King did the Millennium Tour DVD or like CDs and the uh, VHS or whatever, but it was like the black and blue era that it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was strange. So it's confusing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was. It was definitely at the tail end. Like it was right. Right after most things had come out, they had released the one um, mm-hmm. with essentially footage from the right. Millennium Tour. Yeah. yeah. Um, right, I guess it kind of coincided with the like you knew black and blue was coming. It's just yeah. so funny to think like it's so funny to think that Millennium was released in '99 and back or black and blue was released in 2000, right? 2000, to think about like this tour is still going on in one year and then they release an album in the next year, like yeah. to think about that now, like. Because we're like, well, why would they do Millennium at the end, but right before they release Black and Blue? But like to think that we already knew what an album was going to be before the end of a tour, mm. knowing what we know now. It's not. It was the times, right? It was right. the times where it was just like, go, go, go. Was it the Millennium album so the one that broke the record for? Why are you bringing this up? What? Say that they sold a million albums in a week, did they not? That mm-hmm. was very good. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Oh, that record. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Of course. I'm like, Jen's got to put in sync. She's got to. She's got to. She's talk about the Christmas. Somebody move the camera to cut Chenzia out, please. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> they were the first boy band to sell a million, 1.1 million albums. Yes, they were. And then the first. fans cheated and broke an organic record that happened naturally. How did they cheat? True. They cheated because they were just like, we're going to beat the Backstreet Boys. And that's why they did I don't it. think that's at all what happened, but okay. We'll so have a debate on a next podcast. You what? What? We'll have a debate on a, a we'll have a, podcast. We'll have a debate. Yeah, all yeah, I'm yeah. saying oh. is that Millennium sold 24 million worldwide albums. And we've had this debate before. And, yeah, we've had a good debate. And again, Millennium set the standard exactly. for like boy bandery. It really like, did. I mean, even to the point where it got spoofed by, was it some 40? No. Blink-182. Blink-182. Yeah, and that ended up being one of their most popular songs. Millennium was the first album that was Un- like inarguably popular in the U.S. and they shut down Times Square. And I don't did NSYNC even shut down Times Square? I don't know. I don't think so. Did they? <laughs> Not that I recall. You know what? Um, if they did, Williams they did it the second. First number one album they had in the states. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then like you were saying, like much, uh, much music or whatever did the yeah. whole day of Backstreet or whatever. That's that's kind of what MTV did with Millennium. They had uh, yeah. Millennium TV, which was playing mm-hmm. on loop Ooh. on the last cruise. I think everybody saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, and then like yeah. everyone who was there saw yeah, it. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I was sorry. Most of us. Okay. Oh. You can just 
pretend so, you were there. You think that they're gonna do cruises again after all this? Well, I hope so. Let's not bring up this trauma. Okay, good. Yeah. I do want to talk about cruises eventually, but we're not there yet. We're not there yet. Let's let's move into the black and blue era because you know do we now. Think it's I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts? The white out. No. The, the white just, costumes were sick, and even their white shoes. I was like, oh, those are hard to find. You know, the like, Millennium Era was just so pristine and like yeah. so well done. Yeah. Like so many amazing songs. Yeah. It's far and away their prime. I don't think anyone would deny that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that that was like the Swedish influence, you know? Like that was mm-hmm. when they really like did the Max Martin and the Dennis Pop. And, and that's uh, when Max Martin like became known and people were right. like, shit, you gotta go to this guy. Like, yeah. he's you know how much his songs putting cost? out bangers. Yeah. So then you had Black and Blue and I remember like no, that was doesn't. that was the first one. Are you ready to move Black and Blue? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. That was the first one that I did buy on the release date. Like I remember being like, oh, I got it because we were going out of town the next day. And I only had a cassette player, like a personal oh. cassette player. So I was like, I've got to burn it to a cassette before we leave. Oh, that's so, funny. Um, so yeah, but like, I hate that it was the first album that I bought like on the release day. Cause it's like also an album that I don't have good vibes about. Like, Thank you. Okay. Yes. well, that era was like sad. Yeah. When, like, AJ started. A like, lot of shit happened in like, the black and blue era. Okay, like explain. I don't like AJ had to go to rehab. Okay, Brian got married. That's, Brian uh, got that married. Did it? Isn't that also the era where Brian gets his heart surgery? No, Brian got no. That was nine hundred ninety-eight. Oh, okay. Well, see, oh. shows what I know. Um, I remember that. I remember. But yeah, I just remember like Millennium being like the like the, the cream rise to the surface. You're like, yeah, like they were and black and blue. Yeah, yeah. Black and blue is kind of like sad and depressing. Yeah, yeah. And and they still it's, sold 15 million. Albums. No, I know, I know. But I like, definitely yeah. think it was meant to be darker and like more mature right. to show right. like a growth because the fan base is now getting a little bit older. Yeah, right? true, true, right. But I think that there was a dis- like I first of all I think that they were a little bit you know how like you're like you can tell an age difference sometimes and then like sometimes we all like even out like right now I feel like we're all kind of at the same point in life but yeah, like, yeah. At that point, I feel like they were a little bit older than us yes. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. like like I was eleven and they were like dark <laughs> they were like yeah. doing on video sets like um yeah. yeah the call video was like wow okay yeah and we, and i feel like they wanted to do something different but than like tough. their image you know i definitely think they were trying to hard create a more mature image and like branch out to a more mature crowd because yeah i mean sure i was only 15 but you know you're getting a bit older Right. Um, and I think certain people were starting to drop off. I remember that's when some of my friends were like, oh, I don't like the Backstreet Boys anymore. Yeah. Like real yeah, things who play real instruments and play real music. And I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you know, that too. Just because well, that's just as you mature, you know, the... Mm-hmm 
the brain the adults thing you want to be mature you want to be cool you want to be like you know don't do it guys being adults sucks (laughs) looking back on it now i feel like they were probably burnt out and you know how you start trying to reinvent yourself when you burn out and you think okay i'm gonna feel better if i do this because i don't the album itself is not terrible no. But it's, it's like, it's all over the place. And I feel like they were trying to do something different to inspire themselves. And yeah. it just like, it just like when I watch the interviews, it's just a like a bad vibe. Like it's just, they was seem the really The breakout tired. with Lou? Or when did, when it did was Lou actually out? also the first album after Lou. Okay. Yeah. So and I wish they would have done more with the hundred hours around the world thing I feel like that was such a cool thing for like it not to be a big deal thing candles and shit no so they that was the airplane they had their own airplane said Backstreet Boys they flew around the world in 100 hours hours. so they like stopped in like Australia and Germany and they had a bathroom they went to Rio it's a plane yes there was a bathroom okay well hold on without Lou was this Lou's plane no no Lou had nothing to do with this they rented oh, the place. I think the label rented it or something. Yeah, they were still on Jive, right? Yeah. Was it like a, like a F you to Lou? Like, we don't need your airplanes, ho. Like, Maybe, well, they just had it for their own day. So I don't know. I definitely think they... Uh, remember we read that Rolling Stone article? Yeah. And I think Black and Blue was anticipated to be like this huge, huge yeah. thing. And so the record label and people were willing to put in big money to yeah. promote album because the expectations for it were enormous because as certain people mentioned their record got broken so they were like well we're gonna break that record oh you know yeah and then it didn't Mm -hmm. and so even though it was still a huge success it was considered a failure ah you know what i mean but well and i feel like the media really pulled like the media really kind of shit on them at yeah. that point yeah i feel like because you know I how you're like, like your friends kind of pulled away i feel like media kind of went with that trend mm-hmm. i feel like um it was more like they were more towards nsync than backstreet boys at that time totally the media yeah mm-hmm. yeah sort of uh, yeah. the album was still number one in canada and the u.s so mm-hmm. yeah it, it was by no means a failure i just think for them it was and i think that their relationship with each other was really fragmented at the time mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. you had aj being drunk you had brian and kevin who were newly married you had yeah. nick who didn't know what he was doing and then howie with his jesus hair so well, like you yeah. figure yeah at this time kevin's like 28 and nick's 19 yeah. like yeah. you're at such different points in your life yeah That's at right. those ages right. that it's just like hard to relate yeah especially mm-hmm. when kevin's married and thinking about starting a family and nick's like a dumbass well, 19 year old and then you also yeah. have the pressure with nick because justin timberlake was going solo so like right. nick yeah. wanted to go solo and i think that caused a lot of as we know um, now it did cause a lot of rifts in the band did it um yeah i mean you watched the documentary yeah, well, I, I, yeah. It's been a while. Well, it's, okay, well, I remember, I remember like Nick's Nick and Brian fighting in the documentary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or did it come out in 2002? Just what? Well, like, Nick's solo album, first one. 2002. I thought it was okay. fire, to be honest. I loved it. It, it must have been there late 2002. There. Why didn't it take off? <laughs> Why do you think? I don't know. Uh, I'm like, 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 I
questions. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm glad that it didn't. Like, I'm glad. Like, I'm glad we got it. And I think it's great. But I'm glad he didn't become a douchebag. Like, as soon as do others. you think he would have though? I don't know. No. At that like time, it. maybe because there was a rift. We talked yeah. about this before. Was this during At the Hilton era? It might have happened because there was a rift. Okay. Here's the thing, though. I don't. Um, was he dating Paris at the time? No, that not, wasn't at, not at the time that it came out. No. Will Will Ford? Will just Ford? just for a thing. So Black and Blue came out in 2000. The next album didn't come out to 2005. Right. So there's right. five years in there where stuff happened. Wow. Right. Wow. Is this the time period where people say that they broke up for a year and a half? Yeah. Yes. But they've never really broken up. No. We like to say. no. This is where they're kind of like pursuing their own. But they there was a big rift because stuff. Nick did his solo album on Jive and they had tried so hard to get away from Jive. And honest to God, I feel like Jive screwed him over. I feel like, because I think mm-hmm. that Justin Timberlake's album was also with Jive. And I think that they pit them against each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and JC's album was also on Jive. Yeah. They just, they just promoted Justin. JC's was this really This is bad. the thing. It, okay. Not to bring it back to Cyril Joe, but do you remember Cyril Joe? Yes. They were with the same record label and the record label's like, we're going to either push Cyril Joe or Sum 41. And they're like, fuck Cyril Joe, we're going to push Sum 41. And then Sum 41 got all the attention and now we all know who they are. And Cyril Joe, you know, pretty much broke up after that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like record the, labels yeah. can really make or break. It sucks mm-hmm. though, right? Because yeah. each of these guys are talented in their own right. But like, mm-hmm. it, it's like, what, in the budget? Or what? I think if you're asking me, because I think you're right, I think considering that all, like Justin and Nick were on the same label and going for the same thing. They were young and, and hot. They were the, the, the you know, star of their groups, however yeah. you want to say that. Um, Justin chose the right track. Justin chose to go like more R&B, hip hop, urban, where right. he chose to go more of a rock vibe. And it probably didn't go as well with his fans. Like his fans probably yeah. would have gone more, you know. And music is cyclical too, right? It's so true. certain music. But that was just like what he was feeling and like was right for himself okay. at the right. time. And as an artist, you get to choose. But I, I also I think, think Nick picked wrong. I think Nick also has a connection right. with Backstreet where he wasn't. I don't think he was ever interested in being solo only. No, I think yeah. Justin was. That's and true. I yeah. think I think that he kind of self sabotaged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Why? Interesting. Well, I, I think like Backstreet Boys, right? So they were kind of more of his like father figures and brothers and stuff like that. So I feel like he was more connected There's to more of a family vibe than where well, more like and he, he started on the Mickey Mouse Club. He did his own thing. He was solo, he was before solo he came kind back. of, and then be, mm. and obviously the Backstreet Boys are more harmonizing and stuff together. It's, there wasn't really like a main standout. Whereas within Sync, they pushed JC and Justin and mostly Justin. Right. So well, and they've come out and said Brian's come out and said that him and Nick didn't talk at that point because he was mad because Nick was on the label. So if you think about like Brian being Nick's father figure and he doesn't have that support from one of his father figures for like his solo endeavors, you're gonna kind of self sabotage, right? Like you're gonna kind of feel bad about it. And I think because Nick's talked about now how he like is kind of embarrassed of what a failure now or never was. But like, I feel like it was mental. I mean, mm. 
He was yeah, also. He also I don't know. Yeah. Was also, uh, you like it? He he's I, come he's, out and he said he that he hates. I love like help. Yeah. I used to play it like on loop all the time. He said I want to know three songs on that album. Right. I want to know that if he hates the album though, or he hates like where that era takes him in his mind. You know what yeah. I mean? I also have to that, that was like a really dark time for him. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really dark time for all of us. <laughs> he had a lot of weight and wasn't happy with himself. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So, so was that, was that the yeah. Paris thing? Paris was kind of right Paris after later. Oh, but it's all part of it, um, right? Paris it was when they were doing Never Gone, which thing. we're about to get to. Oh, yes. okay, okay, sorry. So we can move into that now. So um, I definitely, I will admit this, I definitely thought they were broken up. I definitely thought I would never get another new Oh, oh can so. we talk about, like, in between uh, when they went on Oprah? Because they started to mend the fences. Yeah. Because AJ uh, went to rehab and he he was better. So she got, like, I guess it was Brian who got the ball rolling. He called the other yeah. guys and was like, okay, let's go on Oprah. And then Oprah is mad. Is that also yeah. the same period when, when Rosie O'Donnell and they were on that? Or is that different time? That was probably Millennium and Black and Blue. That was Black and Blue. Yeah, Black and Blue. Is this when I met Howie for the first time? I don't know. I think uh, it is. Possibly. Because I feel like because of the thing. Weren't really doing anything, and then Howie was doing Daryl Lupus stuff, right? Yeah, so then I went a lot of stuff. I feel like between Black and Blue and Never Gone, there was a lot. That was when like the internet was growing. I feel like Mm -hmm. because I remember keeping up with them, so it was never really an occurrence to me that they were breaking up. But they were doing a bunch of solo stuff. Like Brian had Healthy Heart, and Mm -hmm. uh, Howie had DLF, and AJ was like he was doing the Johnny No Name thing then. Remember? Yeah. Exactly. And like yeah. 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 And then Nick was doing his solo. So it was like everybody was kind of doing something. So it was like that was their excuse. Like, oh, mm-hmm. we're not broken up, but we're doing I, all uh, the solo stuff. I guess because InSync had broke up and a lot of like nine yeah. eight degrees and whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's it. It's done now. Well, and then Brian had Bailey, and it's yeah. like nobody had kids in a boy band, you know? Yeah, he did for, um, during Black and Blue era. Okay, okay, because I remember that was the thing. So, yeah. Okay. And then, so there's the big gap, and then... So, yeah, so they never had, like, an official, like, we were broken up, or whatever. everyone was no, just kind no. of just doing their own things at the time. Yeah. So, because of the Oprah interview, they decided to get back together into the studio and do Never Gone. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, so they did Never Gone, and we bought that. Absolutely, <laughs> bought you, I was I'll in college. You, I'll tell you exactly what, how I remember this, because... In my mind, that was it. And like, I, they weren't going to make any new music. And so sometimes when I was, because at this point in 2005, I'm like 19, 20, like I'm like full idiot party mode girl, Yay. you know? And so I'm just like getting drunk and listening to the greatest hits in my room. Like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to see them again. Yeah, they did release the greatest hits right after uh, Black and Blue, right? Yeah, they did chapters one and they had they the did drowning. drowning. Yeah. yeah. 
This was a good album, though. It had a lot of good songs on it. Like they, I mean, they weren't like bangers, but they were like emotional. You know what I mean? Like this right, complete was a good first single. Yeah. Right, no. and we've talked about this with people. I've talked about this with people before. I always forget "Never Gone" for some reason, but like. As an album, I'm like, oh, it's forgettable. But then I look at the track listing, I'm like, oh, I really do like a lot of these songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're very, like, I still on this one? So anyways. Yeah, I still on this one. That's a good music video. I was thinking it was over. I was like, okay, it's done. And I was out at a bar for my friend's birthday. And, like, so friend of a friend situation, we both used to be Backstreet Boys fans back in the day. And she was like, did you hear? The Backstreet Boys have a new song. And I was like, shut up. And I was like, you actually heard it? Like, it's actually a new song? And she was like, yeah. And she was like, go, like, download it. It's called Incomplete. Like, some radio DJ, like, leaked it. Like, la, la, la. Yes, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. And I was like, okay. And then I forgot about it. Because, you know. You're drunk. And then, um, like, a week later, I was like, oh, shit remember Anne-Marie told me that thing, right? So I'm like, it's April, it's exam season. I'm like hardcore chained to my computer studying, you know, Mm. writing essays. But I'm just like, let me download this in the background, right? So you put it on my line wire, you know, doing my thing. (laughs) And uh, it, it finally finishes downloading. I opened it up. And the first, the first few notes like came and I like actually heard AJ's voice and I was like, (gasps) it's real. And I paused it. I went to my room, locked the door so no one could come in and bother me. And I was like, I need to, I like put headphones on. I'm like, nothing can spoil this moment. (laughs) Oh my God. And then literally in the middle of it, my roommate was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> That's funny. Why is the door locked? I'm like, I'm busy. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Come back in an hour. <laughs> okay. Oh my That's God. Funny. Yeah. That's funny. That's hilarious. There we go. I uh, I was teaching vacation Bible school, and I was like, hurry up! I gotta go to Target. Like, I just wanted it to end. I remember my friend had a convertible at the time and we blasted it in the neighborhood. Yes. Oh, that's a good feeling. But that was uh that era, that was a weird tour. Like I feel like the wardrobe for that tour and like the setup, Did, I don't know. Yeah, it was uh, boxing ring one or is that a different No. One? That's unbreakable. What, what was the wardrobe? Like can you think of like like I vividly remember Kevin wearing cargo pants. And like, so maybe like, there wasn't like really a cargo pants. And then that was the first era that Howie had cut his hair. So I was like, all right. And then um, that was when Nick started wearing like all of his camo stuff. I feel like uh, I don't know if he had before or I just wasn't paying attention. But like, remember when he was like doing drums at some of the concerts? He kind of always did that. Did he? Okay. But uh, the Never Gone was when they had that set where Kevin would sit down at the piano and they would all sit around it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also when they started doing sound check parties. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Is this when we met them? No. No. Okay. Um, that was the first time I had met them because my friend had won the sound check party and they forgot to come get us. Ah! So they were like, 
they were like, oh, well, we'll just let you meet them. <laughs> but they weren't but really was selling very much. So this is like you just, you win it or? Yeah, you could only win it through the fan club at that point. Oh. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. And wasn't it just a sound check? Like it wasn't even actually yeah, really. That's, like it was a sound check. And I, they like, sometimes they did Q and A, sometimes they didn't. And then like, they would all like gather at the front of the stage at the end and you could take a picture of them. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And everybody was so hype about it. And it was just. Uh, and then looking back now, you're like, that's so dumb. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And then that was like the first tour where, um, I don't know, like Bailey was little bitty, and yeah. I feel like, and he had his own little microphone and like, yes, yes, that was the cutest thing I think that came out of soundcheck party. That he had his little cute microphone stand, mm-hmm. and that's when people were posting like little short videos online. I feel like that was the first tour that we could see other people's mm-hmm. like media from concerts. Mm-hmm. That was the first tour I feel like was really like pictures were allowed, you know. Mm. And for me, that was not at a concert, but it was the first time I ever got close to that, close enough to them where I could not only see them, but they could see me, which yeah. I think, you know, that's the dream, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you, you go to see them in concert and that's super fucking exciting. And, you know, yeah. you lose your mind. I definitely lost my mind. But then it's like, okay. I've been there, you know, we've all breathed the same oxygen. Right. You know, now breathing? Uh, remember breathing around other people? Anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh, it wasn't a concert. Where did you see them up close? At Much Music. Because at this time, they've now ripped off the MTV TRL format. Yes. And they had something called. Is that when they installed the glass door that opened up? No, no. It was a daily show. It was a daily uh, countdown thing. Okay. And it started off. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rick the, the Tent. Environment. I love Rick the Tent. But then it went to like that blonde chick, Leah something. Oh, Sarah. yes. Leah. Oh, yeah. Babel was on it. Remember the blonde chick with the long hair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah, sorry. No, it was Leah. Leah, okay. Um, it was called. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking about too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was exactly like TRL though, but they called it something else. They Is that called... what you mean, like vote? Yes. Yes, I remember like. Ugh! Yeah, I remember it. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what it was called, but I recall what you're talking about. And I love voting for Backstreet. I I remember that the only way to get on this show, you went to it many times too, because that's where you would have seen Howie and that's where you would have seen like CJ and all that thing. What was that called? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, never mind. It had a name. Someone in the comments write to me what the name is, and then I'm going to be like, yes, that's it. Or it will come to me. Music history. No, it was like. TRL stands for Total Request Live, and this was like something very similar yeah. to that. It had an acronym, and it stood for like Daily Music Countdown or some crap like that. That sounds nice. Um, we're hip. And so, anyways, yeah, and they we were, were in Toronto a lot during this time. They we went were to. We also similar to MTV had much music video awards. Yes, we did. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And MVAs. Yeah. And MVAs, much music video yeah. awards. That's good times. Yeah. Um, and then. They came to that, and the next day they were on the show. 
And so the only way you could get on was that you had to call and yes. leave a voicemail. Yes. And they were like, if we get back to you, then you're on the show. And if oh, no. you don't, you're not. Stupid. And so I was just like, leaving this voicemail, like, yes, please. Can you like, you know, and, um, more than a day passed, I think. And I was like, nobody's calling me back. Oh. And then this woman called me back and she was like, yes, yes. Okay. We have you on the list. Like, la la. And I was like, and then yeah so I actually saw them and like they could see me and I remember like AJ signed my friend's like little insert of the album thing and I touched Kevin's hand and we were like I was like I touched a backstreet (laughs) that was um going back to black and blue and they used to call it M.O.D. oh yeah I knew what you were talking about but I forgot the name remember in the black and blue tour when they had that um the bridge that went over the audience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh my god kevin looked down at me and i threw up immediately after because i was so excited <laughs> amazing but, but like, i touched a backstreet boy like i actually like that I, we used to joke about it happening we used to right. be like oh one i'll like break through the crowd and touch them and then i'll get arrested and they'll have to like drag me away and like all this is how the only way we thought we would ever be able to like wash this hand touch them right 2005 rolls around and i'm just like (laughs) (laughs) and you didn't get arrested i didn't even have to push anyone i just put my hand out and he like shook it and now the bodyguards tell us to kidnap him so you know like it really is a (laughs) moment It's so funny because I feel like in 2005, like nobody cared. Like, I feel like nobody cared about them and nobody cared if you did it or like whatever. It wasn't cool, you know, like nobody cared that I met them. But like now I feel like you get a lot more like, oh my God, I can't believe like they're cool again, you know? Mm -hmm. It's definitely come back around for sure. Right. Like, I feel like 2005, they were like so accessible. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that. I feel like now, well, I mean, pre you know pandemic we had a lot better access to them yeah we came we came we overcame like a hurdle and we're less like yes and they're like if you pay us money you can be near us i'm like yes, yes, money. <laughs> yes. You know what i mean like this is what i wanted all along but like well, that's yeah. a transition to the next era i feel I was well, say, it also worked out really well because if you go into the next era where they're actually selling meet and greets and that's like right We'll say like Unbreakable and This Is Us is about 2007 to 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm now like in my good into my 20s, you know, uh, I'm out of, we're all out of, well, I'm at least out of I was out university. Of yep. I'm working. I was out of high school. <laughs> Oh, you're so young. Um, <laughs> so as a baby. I have disposable income. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm like, oh, all you need is money to meet you? Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it all kind of, um, that came at a good time because, okay, so never gone. Kevin peaced out after that. He was like, mm-hmm. mm, I'm done. He wanted to do other things. Yeah. And so I feel like and those two eras are they're so underrated because i feel like it kind of knocked them down a few pegs you know what i mean it's like they had to restart and they had to figure out what worked for just the four of them Mm -hmm. and so they did like radio tours and i feel like that's where so many people got to like have their first interaction 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like you said, they started selling meet and greets. And I feel like we were all at a point in our lives where we were like, oh, yeah, we can go without mom and dad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tickets were reasonable because they really couldn't afford anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they were playing like state fairs. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like, meet you could find that something. Like 250 on the yeah, fan club. Exactly. I was like, wow, I'm definitely buying Is that. that when we missed up the yeah. first one? Yes. yes. And they were doing the, the backstage tours and they were doing them. Yeah, kind of like, I feel like they got a renewed sense of appreciation for fans at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it was like if they didn't have fans at that point, they were not going to be successful in those albums or those tours, and they knew it. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was like whoever was still around after all that shit. It was right. like holy shit, we really appreciate you. Right. Yeah. We it's should basically get like badges that said like yeah. We should get badges that be like. Oh, we were there during the unbreakable and the this is us period. <laughs> yeah. Like Seriously. we should get like special co- accommodations for that. Mm-hmm. Just go back and be like, for like any gold pass. They're like a special <laughs> Literally. They could probably go back in their inventory and be like, all right, did you purchase meet and greets for these tours? All right. Right. You are now at this level of fandom now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> like let's all get our printed out pictures and like post them. Yeah, but, um, I feel like those were two. I liked those albums. I feel like yeah, there were some good, really good songs on those albums. I liked them. Sorry, which albums are we talking about? Unbreakable and This Is Us. I so 90, uh, 2007 and two thousand and nine. Yeah, I no Kevin. Easily, Unbreakable is my least favorite album. Easily. Yeah. Um, but I love This Is Us. This Is Us is one of my favorites. I feel like they were drastically different. Inconsolable. Yeah. I'm like, like, so like, like a Nick man. Yeah. I don't oh, shut up. <laughs> I really like so many ballads. Good uh, ballads. I feel like This Is Us was like very yeah, nice. I like, very nice cover, I like the album cover, but I also feel like unmistakable. I did love that's a great song. song. I, I love like the um This is us. Okay. Okay. I love the theme of the tour for This Is Us. I love the movie theme. The that unbreakable was, tour was fun too. Yeah. yeah. I like okay. the um the boxing ring. Mm-hmm. Is the boxing ring unbreakable or was the boxing ring this is us? Unbreakable. unbreakable. That's what I thought. Unbreakable also had that weird homeless moment where they were all standing around the garbage can with a fire. What was that? Yes. And then that moment where they all sit down to play poker. Like, what? Yeah, that was showing me the meaning of being lonely. I'm like, I don't. It was like, like, where's Kevin? Sure. Figures in this one. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This, so this is us. We would know. Unbreakable, we would not know. We didn't didn't buy that album, I think. Or maybe it. We did. You we did because that's the first time you met them. Yes, but we weren't like you didn't buy the album. No, no, we did. We just didn't. I just that's what that these album. guys. I feel like it's because it has. You said it had a lot of slow songs. Like yeah, that. you're like okay. If you bring up the track listing to that, you're not gonna remember this one. Inconsolable was the first song. Is yeah. that they left Backstreet to go to Insync? Yes, but right. it's probably around what ninety. Like literally three months after I saw Backstreet Boys the first okay. time, Insane came out. We're like, yes. And then it wasn't until around 2007, 2008 that they came back to Backstreet. So they missed all this. So we missed Ooh. them right. Before. 
Yeah, you two. Those two. Okay, yeah. so Shannon, look at the track. What are you doing here? Imposter. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is us. I had a But I did meet Howie within this time frame. Yeah. As well. Yeah. You keep like, forgetting oh, that you met him, though. They get broken up, and then I'm like, okay. And then I tricked my mom into going to like a, um, a dinner boat cruise with Howie in the Toronto. And then the next year, he did like a, a specialty thing, so we did that. And then my friend and I bid, and we had lunch with him. So that's where that is why Howie is my second favorite because I feel like I got a lot of good Howie time and, during a time uh, when they weren't super. Accessible. Yes, and then he's friends with CJ from Three Deeps. Yes, and yeah, know the story. He also came to the lunch. It was yes. lovely. Yes. And then I knew he was coming, so then I had like this random like three deep CD that I got from like the Beat Goes On for two bucks. Nice. And then he's like, "Oh my god, this is like a rare copy of this. Like you must be a huge fan." I'm like, "Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, yes." So I did not purchase this at the secondhand store. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, so and then how he was doing a lot of stuff in Canada because he was managing like George Nozuka and. Mm-hmm. That- Never things like that. Ever. So we were kind of following that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, when the first album came back, this looking at the track listing is a lot of slow, boring songs that I don't like. It's easily okay. my least favorite album. Unbreakable. Everyone has a different yeah. opinion. Oh, this is us. Yeah, this Even is though this is us has some absolutely trash songs. It's either trash or amazing. In trash my or trash. <laughs> trash. How do we feel about the strength of the heart? I feel like I kind of oh, love it. That's a vampire one. Yeah. Oh, fucking Maybe it. that's what led to the serenade, but Kevin wasn't in the band. Yet. No, that was during Twilight. Like, oh, I didn't get to be in this music video. No, so no. make a really shitty vampire. They did, they did this vampire music video because Twilight was popular at the time. Uh, mm-hmm, yeah. That was good. Hey, I, I ain't complaining. That was a banger Bigger? song. That was a good song. I loved Bigger. Bigger is one of my favorite songs. Bigger is a good song. That like, song was a lot of fun, actually. I, I that. feel like I feel like you think. Go ahead. I remember actually hearing straight through my heart and being like, "Son of a bitch, they did it. They're gonna be right. Yes. this is it." And obviously, they weren't. But I was like, "They did it." But yes. I feel like had they released that in like Black and Blue era, I feel like Black and Blue would have done better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like if they have had the backing to do whatever yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if they combined, I feel like if they combined Unbreakable and This Is Us, they would have a hot album. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there are songs that I could take or leave on both. Yeah. Yeah. There are some good ballads. So, and then what is on uh, This Is Us? Like, there's She's a Dream on there. And I, I hate that song so much, and I'd let I them know. Do. Oh you my god! Know, that's that's you like it, Diane? No. Oh, that's Sweet one of my, my least favorite song of theirs. I hate it. I hate it. In New York, I think how much she hated it or something. Yes, at the Highland Ballroom. That's where I met Janae and Cheryl for the first time in 2010. Yeah, like what a I, song. It was so bad. Like, what? The question what? was, what's your least favorite song? So I kept like yelling it in the front row. Say she's a dream. My God. <laughs> yeah. That was a good But then Howie didn't even time. realize that he co-wrote it. So I was like, okay, well, I don't feel bad. I think there's so many writes so many things. Isn't yeah. that the one that they collabed with Pitbull or somebody? I think it was uh, T-Pain. I yes, okay. I knew it was some dog. T-Pain. T-Pain's not a dog. Never mind. Forget me. 
Huh? T-Pain and Mr. Pyro. Okay, so Pitbull is in the sense. But I feel, like, I feel like it was Nick who was like, we collab with T-Pain. It's going to be oh, yeah. so great. Well, and that's all this shit. And I was like, I no. Mean, at the time. No, T-Pain. not at the time. It's a terrible song. We're it's done. horrible. One We're of the worst here. songs they've ever No, done. I'm not saying yeah. at the time the song was good. I'm saying at the time T Pain was, was good. good. Oh yeah, 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 but like he was like, hey, 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 I wrote this song for the Backstreet Boys, and it's terrible. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that to be what it was. Because what? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what fabulous thing happened in 2010, friends? Uh... In KOTBSB? <gasps> no, was it that oh, no, that's like 2011. After. The very first Backstreet Boys cruise. And oh, yeah. Carter, and that was fabulous. And Lydia hated I it. I was almost I able to go to that, but two weeks before my dad passed away, so I could not go. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was very sad. That was very sad. Yeah. Sorry uh, to dampen the spirit there. No, no, okay. Okay. Brian, I got Brian and Leanne to record messages for Sophia. So we yeah. Had that. Yeah. that was very nice of you. Oh, yeah. To live on the Leonardo DiCaprio deck. Okay, listen. With the this. motors going wah. And I was like, <laughs> no windows. I'm like, I hate this. I hate this. It's just like <laughs> We gotta go. AJ's eating the buffet. We need to watch him eat. I'm just like, this sucks. I don't know where you think this happened. This okay, sure. But anyways, well, the good thing about the 2010 cruise is that it was their very first cruise and it was a half charter. So half of us were yeah. like bachelor fans and half were just regular people. Normies. Um, so we did everything together. So we were just like, so all of the events were all done together. So you never felt like you were missing out on something fun that's happening with the other group, right? Yeah. Um, but I also feel like there was other parts that weren't like the greatest. Like Brian had brought Bailey and Leanne, obviously on the cruise and um there was a game show where you could win to have them serenade you on stage during the final concert so like it's one song of serenation so they get there and then everybody else is singing to their girl no problem (laughs) howie's girl i think was it howie's didn't want howie to sing to her (laughs) it was either howie's or ag i can't remember it might have one, been one of them did not want Howie to sing with whoever they were with to sing. So she's like ignoring him while he's trying to sing to her. And Brian, instead of singing to the girl, kept pointing to his wedding ring and pointing to his wife in the audience. And was and we're just like, what the heck is going on? But good things was that they had um a Q&A session and, and we've only we've been we'd gone to one or two sound checks at that point. So we know the QA is like three questions or something, right? This was like a good half hour, 45 minutes of like anything goes. And there were so many like hilarious, like I actually ran out of like memory card trying to, we should, we should find those and upload them. Yeah. There's some good videos. But anyways, my favorite comment was, um, Howie, what is your favorite thing about, what's the best thing about Kevin not being in the band right now? Because he wasn't in the band at this point, right? Had he Correct. Correct. Yeah, so Kevin's not there. Oh, yeah. So like, what is your favorite thing about Kevin not being here? And everyone's like, that's a weird question. And Howie's like, I get to sing. And then other people are like, what's your favorite thing about Lou Perlman? And they're like, Lou sucks, what one? And then Howie's like, his house was amazing. There was all this cool stuff and it was great. And then that's so when the crowd's like, you paid for it. And then and it was just like, hilarious and they had like a beach party and it was there was like a lot of there fun stuff fun so there were there fun was. parts but also i feel like they didn't really know what they were doing so they're also could maybe not as interactive because i mean then, when you think about what the new kids were doing 
massages and chocolate. Yes. Uh, yeah. I, yes. They ripped our clothes off. Yes, very please. more PG, the Backstreet Boy Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then um, we went on, they've done six in total. We've been on four. Of, I've been on four of them. And then all the ones since And I've been on three. Full charters. Yay. I've been on one and that's when we quit. Um, it's okay. Lydia's only been on one. I, she quit on also. Yeah, I will okay. say, I feel like, not to go on a tangent, but I do feel like, from what I've heard, I feel like the last one was a good one to go on. It was. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, of the three that I've been on, and I can't speak to the other ones, it was the best one that I've been on. That's what I heard from a lot of people. I was like, well, good. Because the all of them were good, but yeah, yeah. the last one was like the you best. You know what? One. None of us were on the Euro one, so yeah. we don't know. But so let's what? jump in the, the, the 2014 one we were on because Lydia was having your second. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm but, sorry. Uh, we did the, the like. 2011, 13, and 18. Um, okay, so what era are we in? Now we're on the N K O T Love so excited when that was announced and so many people were not excited when I that know, was announced. I, know. I, was, I was not excited I was either. So not excited at all. I, I think was like, I was oh, the when yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. I enjoyed I it. think I was, was I the only one that was going to New Kids concert when they came back before? Did any of you oh, go to? No. Yeah, I, I went to one because Olivia yeah. took me. Oh. She took me to the casino tour when they were doing casino tours. Yes, we drove. By the time that I had gone, or they had announced NKOTBSB, I had gone to five or six of the new kid shows. And they were such a good time that I was so excited about like Backstreet getting something from them. Because don't get me wrong, I love the Unbreakable and the This Is Us area, but area, era. (laughs) It felt like they like were trying too hard, kind of sometimes a little bit. It felt kind of gimmicky um, mm-hmm. because I feel like they didn't, they felt kind of out of the loop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they didn't know what was going to work. So having been to the new kids concerts, I was like, yes, because everything was such a party, you know? Mm-hmm. And I yeah. feel like that kind of did translate to the NKOTBSB tour. I feel like it was just a fun time. Yeah. Ew, I yeah. know. It's great. Is it like nine guys on that penis stage? Oh, and oh, yeah. Like, oh, Sophia would always sit down during the new kids parts. I didn't like the slow songs. It was like so, it was too slow. But I loved the fast songs. Yeah. By the last show that I went to, I sang, I stood for the whole show of theirs. I was not, I was not excited. I was like, this is BS. They don't need to go on tour with new kids. Nobody wants to see new kids. New kids are so old. Who cares? Blah, blah, blah. Like I was... I was not. That's for that. clearly because you had not seen a new kids concert. Because when I went to the casino tour, well, yes, I was there and I was watching this concert, and then I was just like, "If I become a millionaire and win the lottery, I want a boy band to follow me around at all times, like breaking out into song and serenading me." Like this new, like the new kids concert was so good, and it was like a shitty setup. So good. Plus, I so also the moral of the story is they won me over, and I enjoy the new kids on the block. I also hated them, remember, because of my grade two trauma. Oh my God. What? I have trauma from grade two. Explain the trauma of when I wanted to just read with my reading buddy 
and she was some delinquent and she just wanted to listen to new kids on the block and then she made me listen to it instead of reading and she was like sing along and i was like i don't want to and she was like come on and she was like you can do it you can be like oh 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 and i was like "Uh i just want to read books oh no my god and then i was like i hate new kids on the block we didn't so, start but really. You hated the lady, not the kids. In conclusion, this was the I tour that I flew to Vegas. Either. My first time flying to Vegas. What's that? This was the tour. My first time flying to Vegas, mm-hmm. and my first backstage tour. Ooh, there you go. Very nice. I liked the song they did together. I was like, yes, don't turn up. Why aren't more boy bands just getting together and recording music together? Please do I this. Just, and not, not for some like, AIDS thing. I just feel like for some AIDS thing. Yeah, no, no, not, not, not AIDS. Aiding. Like, like, you know, like oh. a hurricane or like, <laughs> like, you know, like earthquake or something. I was like, Oh, and they were also on that award show. <laughs> The yeah. award show, they did an awesome dance. Didn't they Lydia was talking nice. about sexy disasters? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yes. A sexy disaster. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, okay, moving on, like, moving on. Sorry. Sorry. I don't know, I don't remember that. Okay. Anyways. She wanted them to do some kind of collab. And she's like, you know, maybe a oh, or something. Yeah. Something oh. bad will have to happen. And then, you know, we're like, so you want, like, something bad to happen? She's like, no, but, like, a sexy disaster. Really <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Oh, I feel like... I feel like... like oh, that's unfortunate. Like a volcano. You're like, oh, that sucks. You know, like a tsunami, not... right? Tsunami. No, 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 no. Like sexy disaster. Because slow. And then they'll be like, they'll be like, what's hotter than a lava burst? A boy band. <laughs> boy bands can help with the lava flow. Mwah. Yeah. Anyway. So NKOTBSV was like, I think it ended up being good for everyone, even though most, like, some of us were not super hype about it in the beginning. But it was interesting to watch the crowd to see, like, you could be like, okay, those are the new kids fans. You can tell, yeah. Especially at the beginning of the tour versus the end of the tour. You can definitely see a transition. They were definitely people that were absolutely, yeah. There were people that were absolutely unwilling to, like, budge. And I feel like those are the people who, like, just want attention from the boy band they like. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't like have an like, open mind. Right. The people who would be mad about it were the ones who were like, oh, Backstreet Boys fans are taking up too much space or new kids fans are taking up too much space. Blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah. you had to, you, like, you're dumb if you didn't see the influence that like both bands had on each other. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. And you should I, think I feel like they because... both injected an energy boost into like yeah. both of them. Yeah. Uh, they I think they had to rest during the concert so they would. Could you imagine? Backstreet and NSYNC together. Oh, what a farce. It would be great. It would be great. I love it. <laughs> and then, you know what? The best part about that is that a lot of people wouldn't want to go, so that I would have better tickets. But they'd all say they don't want to go. go. They're going to go for sure. I know a lot of people said they weren't going to go to NKO to BSB, but and I feel like they most did. of them. Yeah, like, fans are shallow, so they will. Because <laughs> they will. Uh, like, oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm just sorry. I'm just thinking about fight me. Fight something. me. Anyway, ended up being good for everyone. Yes. Yeah, Kevin's yes. sitting at home and he's like, and Kevin mm-hmm. came to the one show, mm-hmm. right? In LA. Yeah, and then he was like, I'm coming back. Yay! And I feel like, 
Oh, and I then they like did the, the video. They did the the concert in London that they were they showed yeah, the live arena. Yeah, that was great. And that that's that was great. good. Michelle was pregnant. And was that yes. also where they announced that Kevin was coming back or no? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And then one of the cruises, the 20th anniversary cruise, is the one that Kevin showed up. Oh, yeah. Cool. On the 20th anniversary cruise, okay. he showed up on 2011. The 2011 cruise was the one that Kevin showed up briefly, and because he had flown to the Bahamas, I guess, to get on the boat. Yeah. So that day, so we had our concert that day, and the other group had already had their concert. So Kevin was at our concert. Ah, like, we were very lucky. We're like, yeah. And then group um, B. Great. We're like group B. What? What? And then when he was like walking through the deck, and then like I'm like. I stuck my hand out and he like shook my hand and like looked me in the eye. I was like, thank you so much, Kevin, for coming back. He's like, no, thank you. And then, like, I was just like, oh, I was like, yeah, Beautiful. Yeah. Memes, like, yeah, so still did not propel him to number one in my heart, but that's okay. It's still nice. Still, it was like, all right, you can come back. That's fine. So what era are we in now? Present so day? now, no, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Then we go to, and I'm just fixing the camera. Um, in a world like this, and that in came out in 2013, like and that was their 20th anniversary year. I used yeah. some of those songs for my wedding. Did. I did on my, my my wedding music video. It was a. I don't know if they do that in America, but they do them here, where it's just like they film your day and then they make a little music video for you, so you feel like famous for a day. It's nice. Yeah, if you pay people money, they will. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, no, in a world like this, that's my favorite era. Not necessarily my favorite album, but my favorite era overall for like tour. And like, they looked so good. And I feel like they were so proud of themselves for doing the album on their own without a label mm-hmm. and paying yeah. for it themselves. And that's when they yeah. did the London house and they like all rebonded. And oh, I feel yeah. like, I feel like I that all that. translated into that era that was in the documentary wasn't it yeah oh okay yeah yeah they invited like fans to come in and listen to the cuts of the albums and they were like doing all that stuff so yeah it's like grassroots that's nice like no wives no kids just right and i feel like i feel like everything they did with that album and that era and that tour and like i feel like they felt like they were in control Mm -hmm. and it just felt like a good time for everybody Mm -hmm. that's what I feel like you know I obviously was obsessed you know around the millennium era but um I think I really you know uh went crazy in terms of like I'm an adult and I can do what I want yeah and I have money and I want to go to Backstreet Boys concerts and so uh that was the first time like I in some of the other tours I went to like two shows out of the whole tour you know um, but uh, this that was the tour where I went, we went to six, yes. or I went to we six, went to they might have been to slightly more. Well, I, I, like, I believe I went to nine. That's the I dream feel like that life. tour was really big. I feel like they had more dates on that tour. It was, it was over the course of two years. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so they had two North American legs and there was just like a lot in our area and we went, yeah, and I was just like, I'll go again. Sure. We also went to the New York City GMA thing when oh, yeah. returned. That was 2012. Yeah. That was before. Oh, okay. But yeah, so like BSP takes New York and then we did that thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, mm-hmm. and they're like, don't film this. Don't take pictures because we're going to post it all yeah. up. Lies, Eddie. Lies. Yeah. We're all sitting down on the carpet. 
Yeah, they and also like, had their, um, their star on the Walk of Fame during that era. Yep. Yep. It was just like, like we were sitting. Like, Go ahead. Sorry. I was like, we were sitting on the ground at this New York thing, and they were like at like their crotch was at face level. And they were very close, and we're just like, oh, okay, whatever. And then not realizing they could hear us, and then they were so close that we couldn't even like see. Like, there was so much. And Sophia's taking a picture of Brian. I'm like, dude, like AJ's right in front of you. Just what? Like just like. And then I went to like. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. And I accidentally almost grabbed Howie's crotch. I'm just gonna have my hands down because this is awkward. And then we're sitting cross-legged. I'm like, I really want to put my legs out, but oh, I don't want to trip them. No, but and then yeah. uh, we were making fun of Nick and he heard us. Oh. Then there was no wall. Ah. Yes. Uh, what are you talking? We're like, nothing. Good times. That was fun. And then we slept overnight in Central Park. Some of us slept overnight. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I did not. And yeah, so no, that was a good tour. But yeah, the the, yeah, the the star. The, In a world, yeah. Watch that on TV, right? Didn't we buy that or something to watch their ceremony? Was it this? It was a live stream. That was the 20th anniversary one. Oh, yes. Where that, we're like shouting at the TV. We like? bought it for whatever it was, $15 or whatever, yes. And our friend Jen was there and like idiots were like, turn around. <laughs> we can see you. And we're like yelling at the TV. We're like, oh yeah, we're not there. So she can't hear us. Yeah. We're, we're really smart. So then, um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like that was the first era where you're all adults. Mm-hmm. All of Everyone. us. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, that was cool to see them get the star. Yeah. And well, then, in a world like that. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. And then what happened? And then we didn't we go to show. No, that's not the doc. That was later. Yeah, when was the documentary? The documentary was in 2015. Yeah, that was later. Sorry. That was like the album was over, and I remember this because we went we went to LA to watch the documentary, and at the very end, they were like, "We're gonna record a new album." We were all like, "Yeah!" Sorry, yeah. I just slammed the table <laughs> in anger because it took a long time. <laughs> it sure did. Well, because Kevin came back, right? Right. So then there Kevin was a perfectionist. album for a very, very Oh, long didn't Dead time. 7 happen sometime between this? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dead 7 was in 2016. Yeah. I forgot they had the Vegas residency before they had any other album. I feel like there's right. such a long gap between In a World Like This and DNA, but I feel like so much happens in that mm-hmm. in that time. But then you Actually, had Nick touring all the time. Yeah. So like Yeah. yeah. I guess because now we're really truly in the internet age. We have social media. We have everything. Right. It did feel so like it felt like the time between Black and Blue and Never Gone was longer, but it actually wasn't. There was mm-hmm. more time between In a World Like This and DNA. But mm-hmm. just because so many other things were going on, and they had the Vegas residency. I was about to say, I feel like the Vegas residency really filled a lot of time, and we didn't mm-hmm. realize that there was no album. Yeah. Oh, I realized. I mean, look, there's all the hits. Yeah, but then they also did that song with Stevie Oki, too. Oh, 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 they did Florida Georgia Lions. They did the song with Florida Georgia Lions. That really helped them too. Yeah, they were doing like little shit here and there, and we didn't realize. We realized. 
Nick was doing a lot of so he was stuff. keeping it going for the team, man. Yeah. And we also went to a lot of comic cons during this time. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, go ahead. She just said because it was great. Oh, I just um, I feel like from in a world like this on has been a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's yeah. like the time between black and blue and like unbreakable was like ugh, time. Is this uh, yeah. okay? Did DNA? When does that happen? So after- that comes. So then there was a Vegas residency. Oh, which yeah. we went you to- did not attend till actually after DNA came out, which I think is kind of funny. So we went originally oh. in March of 2017. Oh, so the three the three of us went. Uh-huh. Um, Sarah also went, but Sarah it was not at the same time. Yeah. So we went like the first section of residency. Then it was like I was like I went. Yeah, yeah. But you went the first week, and we went the last the third week, week of that first there. set. Yeah, and then on the second, the second time we all went, we all we were there. We went to the we last set. We there for <laughs> and we saw you there. Obviously. Yeah, wasn't that their last set of shows? Like it no, was actually, actually, you guys, it was two years ago tomorrow. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. because we all went for the anniversary. <laughs> yes. yes, we were going. Yes. And nothing and, happened. And we, we were, were going to be there. Like, yeah, we're like, oh, there's going to be all this great stuff. Yeah, nothing. Kevin cried. That's it. Basically. Aww. Diane's mom got to meet Howie for the first time. Yeah, I got to meet Diane's mom at a club. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was so oh funny. Oh, my God. Let, wait, let's not Diane's talk mom got to find out. That was Brian. not in 2017. That was in 2019. Okay. So they did Vegas. Vegas was a good time. Everyone, you know, and I do think that that's something that probably the Backstreet Boys are going to continue to do moving forward. They'll always kind of have those. Oh, no. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. My computer's about to die and people are at my house. So I hang on a minute. I'll be right back. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, I do kind of think that that's something that the Backstreet Boys will always like fall back on in terms of like, you know, they can always come back to doing a Vegas residency if well, they need like. And they're very off. much they're very much telling everyone that they're gonna go back to Vegas for their 30th anniversary. Yeah. Okay, oh, so there you go. It's convenient. I like Vegas. It's nice. You got a hotel and they get to see sexy people. Oh yeah, I did, I saw the sexy circus of Soleil. Like it was it was a good time. Vegas is good. And then yeah, we're kind of in the DNA era is kind of now, although it's been stalled out by the pandemic, but we're kind of still in the DNA oh, era. That was our best concert. That was our best that concert. Was so good. Yeah. In Ottawa, right? In Ottawa? Ottawa. Oh my God. Yeah. That was fantastic. Like, that was, was such a good show. They came up with this, like, it was a big outdoor festival, so it wasn't the same. So they came with this VIP last minute. So we couldn't do like backstage. We're like, you know what? We'll just buy it anyways. Whatever. It is what it is because we haven't seen them. And then they ended up adding a pit for us and it was oh. like mostly empty. And we were like, oh, it was so good. You could walk yeah. around. You could go to the bathroom and come back. Yeah, yeah and don't, don't you have like a whole episode on that one? Because I remember listening to that episode and I loved it. Oh my god, it. oh and our pictures, our meet and greet pictures. Our pictures were amazing. Oh my god, that's where I shoved my head up Brian's ass. If you really want to hear like a full, if oh my you god. don't listen to our podcast regularly and you really want to hear like a full review of the DNA album and the DNA tour, we have those episodes. So hilarious. Check yeah. Out. Yes. And yeah, Lydia, the one concert in Toronto. We did that. Oh yeah, was that on the lawn? No, no, this was indoors. That was pickle barrel. Let me see your jeans. See your wings. <laughs> oh, that 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I remember that. Okay, sorry, that was the one. And I, I ended up being fine. But yeah, that was yeah, that was because I was like, yeah, let me see your wing, and then I looked over and I'm like. Like my husband was like right there, and I was like, oh, it was hilarious. So they were changing, but they weren't really changing, so you couldn't see. Come that on. that was stupid. That was, that that was funny. Lame. Come on. That's why I yelled, "Don't let me see your way." And then we went down to Nashville to see Sarah ah. in the concert and Chris from Sync. She and... didn't come to see me. She came to see Chris, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's she put you first when she said it. Though. I said it first. Uh, when she said it because I'm sitting here, but that's not the reason. <laughs> Is Chris Rensick the person who showed up at your door right now? Uh, I can't tell you. He doesn't want to be on camera. Understandable, understandable. Uh, but yeah, no, that was good shit. Anyways, I, we should probably wrap this up because it's been like an hour and 40 minutes. Oh, geez. But happy anniversary backstreet boys happy happy. thanks for all the memories here's to yeah we're so happy you're here so we have something to do yay pandemic we only have been able to do some loop chat it's been a long love hate relationship (laughs) and you know what maybe for your 29th anniversary we'll actually we'll be able to see you in person yeah yeah we'll be able to see you do nothing special because we did that that one for which anniversary was 25th oh they did a virtual concert for pandemic times remember they did a living room concert um they performed we did one song and we did a video chat and i called they did do the all i have to give radio thing and that's true even though we're kind of in a weirdo time yes so yes the era continues yeah that's the Backstreet boys motto like Backstreet Boys, they tried. <laughs> An attempt was made. We love them anyway. <laughs> well, Sarah, we're so happy that you got to join us today. Thank, Thank you so you much. Guys for Thank you guys. Thank you. I hope everyone enjoyed this very special episode. Uh, thanks for taking a break with us. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Everyone wave together. Bye. 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 Bye.